Hello and welcome to another Star Citizen podcast. And today we're going to be discussing problems with persistence and things that we may foresee as issues with it um, going forward. Uh, I'm here with the lovely Zinya. Say hello, Zin. Hello, Zin. She's actually here this week. Zin, where have you been? Why haven't you been on the podcast? What happened last week? Well, last week I came back with a sore throat. Yes, me and Zin were uh, on holiday uh, with uh, her partner and uh, one of our best mates, Kit. And uh, we went up to uh, I-69, nice, <laughs> which is a sort of UK bring your own computer LAN and expo. The, the ex- expo is pretty lacking at the moment. Uh, met up with some uh, CIG devs as well. said hello and had a few drinks with them. And it, was, it was a pretty cool little experience. Um, but uh, we're now, we're back. We're back in the driver's seat. We're in the pilot seat. We're piloting some ships. We're, we're talking about PEZ, persistent entity streaming. Um, so you've seen the the sort of inside stars that's on PEZ, I assume, and you sort of are, you're aware what persistent entity streaming is. Yeah, I think there's going to be some major problems with PEZ potentially. Um, obviously, we're getting it with Alpha three point eighteen, and one of the main reasons that that patch is going to be a very long testing cycle and is basically delayed at the moment going to Evocati, and it is really that it's quite monumental tech it's a big milestone it's a huge step towards server meshing but it does these very interesting things to make the game a lot more of an mmo it saves locational data of objects and states of servers so that that data isn't really lost at all and the server data will persist between sessions so that will literally mean objects that can be saved which is most objects will just accrue in areas that's a problem to me. Go well, that, that allows you to build like um, f- little bases and f- with ships that you've landed. You can hide things. Um, you can uh, have a, your own little stash on a planet and stuff. Yeah, that sounds cool, right? Yeah. But what happens in when there's too many medical gowns at the hospital? <laughs> there already are too many medical gowns at the hospital. Yeah, but now say that that server never got restarted. Mm. There is going to be tens of thousands of medical gowns within the week blocking up elevators it's it becomes a problem when there is too much of a performance hit on the server because too many things are being tracked or even locally so i i log log in and my frame rate's one because there's twenty thousand medical gowns that are all bouncing off each other they could block elevators these these things could um jump around and actually cause damage to players and kill them like and just think if you're perpetually making more medical gowns because you're dying. Attack of the killer medical gowns. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it could be that bad. Now, there, there could be some things that they deal with this with, which they could probably go, well, medical gowns get cleared up pretty quickly or something like that. The server goes, these are of no importance, delete or get rid of every minute. Obviously, them just disappearing might not look great, but uh, maybe they'll disappear when they're out being streamed out. They just go, go, this isn't important. It gets streamed out and bam, that's probably a solve for that. So maybe it's not going to be too bad with certain things, but they have to work out what items are of um, low value, are, are of um, that don't want to be tracked compared to which ones do. Um, and that could annoy some people because we've seen like examples of cups being tracked. But, well, isn't a medical gown more important than a cup? Well, probably the same level of importance, but things like trash and stuff. What, what, how would you like to see this handled? Would you like to see um, trash cleared up? What, what do you consider trash? Um, well, anything, technically trash is anything that somebody doesn't want anymore. Float some jetsam. Okay, yeah. But 
but it could also be somebody else's treasure. What if there is a medical gown enthusiast out there? Oh my who God. wants to have the largest collection of medical gowns? Yeah, what if I do actually want to collect them? Or there's a, or there's a reason <laughs> that I want a load of medical gowns. Um, so then maybe then you have the clear up based on zone. So it gets yeah. cleared up at hospitals. It gets cleared up in certain areas of hospitals. It gets cleared up at landing zones more readily. But mm-hmm. if you wanted to fill a canyon full of medical gowns, <laughs> yes, you could. Oh, you're giving me ideas. There's going to be so many problems though, isn't there? Because there's going to be people like blockading areas. Like what happens? It, can I leave loads of ships in space? Cool. If I leave 10,000 ships in space over a period of time with my org, what happens when people try to quantum jump? Do I quantum jump into a pile of trash? Like, th- there's there's so many things that... And obviously this is the reason that it needs to be tested by Yvacati and it's going to need to be um, go through this long testing cycle. Plan and Pyram are doing a lot of the um, bug fixing and um, more egregious uh, sort of testing themselves at the moment. It's not ready to go to Yvacati yet, um, but it might be by the end of the month, question mark. That's a sort of rough um, expectation. So yeah, m- maybe they'll need to do it there's a level of item importance which like shell casings and things like that and some level of trash gets cleared up wherever it is and then some areas like landing zones um they will need to be cleared up of all items to an extent because well they have janitors and stuff there is it going to get to a state where someone tries to board my ship opens the ramp and they get crushed to death by a load of rubbish (laughs) just just explodes out there's so many weird things that you can do sounds like it's going to be great (laughs) i don't know why you're painting this in such a bad light this is going to be amazing so i'm not sure if anyone has played rust obviously me and zin have it causes her too much anxiety to play anymore unfortunately Mm. um there was pumpkin traps that they used to to have in the game where because the physics was all tracked you put thousands of pumpkins into like a box and when the boxes got triggered they sort of exploded or uh, opened causing anyone that was near them to go to zero frames and just lag out because there's too many physics objects just moving around. I just feel that we're on a route to that where you can actually booby trap areas with too many objects. Obviously, a load of this stuff will get fixed during uh, the PTU phase. It's just these are some of the concerns. I think workable or working trash cans would be a great idea. Yeah, that, I think that's a could... fantastic idea. Kind of like, so you know how you have the delivery uh, machine, you go up to it and you place the box yeah, in yeah. and then it just sort of disappears. Essentially like that, you'll have your object and you'll place it in the trash can and it'll just disappear. And it should reward you with a tiny amount of Alpha UEC. Yeah, or a positive rating on something. Oh yeah, yeah, a land, the landing zone rating. They should give rep. Yeah. They should give rep or something because that encourages players then to get rid of trash and for players that are running around to clear up other people's trash um sort of like a festival where they go oh yeah you could go around clearing up other people's yeah, trash yeah you go and then you get reputation and money for it or something um they have sort of roughly said that they might do some missions based on um trash clearance um and i actually really like that idea <laughs> like it's just it, it, people at festivals like stewards and things they used to go around and if you got like um 50 plastic cups you could trade that in for like a free beer or something uh, back in the day of, of festivals that worked so I, I, I just think that's an interesting idea. So what do you think, Sin? What do you think it's going to be like to not have the servers reset? I'm not talking about character wipes. We're going to get character wipe with a, a, a full persistence wipe at 3.18. We're going to get more persistence wipes throughout the persistent universe um, when it's an alpha. But how does the game change 
if they go, well, actually, the state of the servers is persistent for months. Well, surely the servers will still get restarted. But that server data is saved. So, yeah. so that's still transferred over. Yeah, so, so that they'll get um, reset for degradation purposes or, or yeah. because they crash or whatever. But that data will still be saved. So it'll effectively be the same server. So mm. what does that look like? How does that change the game, do you think? Is it just trash and, and everywhere? Or is it sort of, does it add more to the gameplay? Can you think of anything that sort of goes, well, you know what, this, this is going to change the way the game's played? Or is it not? I don't think it'll change that much. It'll just bring an interesting addition. Yeah. I'd assume people would... I mean, they've already kind of fixed the problems with your positioning when the server 30Ks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, more or less, you'll come back in the same space or, or if you force the restart because you're having issues, you'll you'll generally come back in the same place. So I don't see how that would, wouldn't change that, really. Yeah, I, see, I, th- I suppose that if it is a, th- a true 30K, some of the issues with players obviously not being in their ships or being back at a spawn zone or whatever, I suppose those can be alleviated because you would actually truly be where you were, um, mm. not just the sort of... Um, it's typically client um, crashes that allow you to recover where you were um, than server crashes. I've had a thought, actually. Are they going to start doing it like kind of like how Eve does it, where if you log out... You just your quantum. Ca- you s- no, you stay in, in space for like... I don't know how long it is in Eve. But it's basically to, to stop people combat from logging. combat logging yeah. they, they, to protect themselves. It's going to have to be like that. You have to be safe for 15 minutes or whatever. Um, yeah. I, I also like the idea you said about Eve. Um, if you log out at like an ungraceful disconnect, so you've, you've crashed or whatever, um, maybe it should quantum travel you to a random area of space nearby. Mm-hmm. Like automatically we'll just start moving off somewhere just as an idea. Because um, obviously if I remember crashing an Eve and coming back in, you'll just... You're just quantuming around, basically. You're just jumping around still, just really fast. Maybe that would work as well. But yes, you're right. We don't want combat locking. We don't want people to go, oh, no, don't want to deal with this bump. See you later. Just disappear. And it's going to have to be, well, actually, you've got to be not being attacked for three minutes or something. Okay. Yeah, there are certainly some things that Clan and PM will need to define. It might change some of the game um, a little. Persistence is really important for when we have bases and you want to see the progress of the game over a long period of time because it might change the way the game's played it's just when stuff's still a bit ephemeral and we haven't got everything it's just another nice feature yes it's going to be interesting for sure like will we be able to build up stockpiles of things around jump town or those areas although are those areas going to be cleaned up a lot mm. will people basically take those over the main worry i have though sin is that mm. server limits are still going to be like 100 120 whatever i log off yeah after i've put a load of ships around an area yeah i log back in what if i can't get back on my server my vehicles are still on that other server because they're persisting there yeah i've logged on to a what another parallel world where my changes aren't there but someone else's are now how's that different than what we have now it's it's just it's more of the illusion of persistence because my changes don't exist it's it's a, it's a weird one i've quantum leaped would things be tagged as you that's the thing isn't it so but then it's not persistent on the server if i change something and then log out mm. Because what does it log out with me? Well, that's that's not persistence. Does it log in with me? How does it work? How does it work? Well, they've talked about sharding and stuff before where they said, well, actually, it loads back in and out with you in some situations based on what it is. Um, you, it tries to get you in the same server that you were in. But we don't really know what we're going to be getting with the first iteration in 3.18. How is it exactly going to work? We don't know yet. 
because um, we haven't seen it in our hands. Cloud and PM have talked about it a lot. We don't know how it's going to evolve during the PTU phase. So it's just a, so another uh, one of those issues um, that we don't know until it's in our hands. So we've talked about this uh, a couple of times before, but mm. 3.18 might be in, in Evocati's hands by the end of the month. But it is basically, there's a bit of delay on this 3.18 patch, largely because of persistent entity streaming and just how complex and um, sort of milestone tech-wise it is. Um, do you still think it's going to be, we might not even get 3.18 this year live? Oh, definitely. Okay. <laughs> like You're that strong on it, okay? Well, no. So before I was like, there's a possibility, but they haven't even started it yet, have they? The testing. The, the, internally they have, but not for the Evocati, no. Yeah. So I... Yeah, I d- I'm not seeing it any time this year, personally. Okay. Do you think we could have an open PTU by the end of the year? Probably not. Oh, you're that pessimistic yeah. on the time. No, no, you're, you're quite, probably quite realistic on it. I'm- yeah, as I say, I wouldn't say it's pessimistic. I would say it's realistic. So, Clown Imperium basically said, once it's sort of in either Cardi hands, it'll be two to three months. That's, this is a rough estimate. Um before um, going live. That's the sort of testing cycle they roughly had. They are having meetings this week about um, the timelines and stuff for 3.18 and they are hoping to get Evocardi out to um, to people at the end of the month. But three-month testing cycle, well, that takes us to the end of the year. So I'm optimistically hoping that we have 3.18 by the end of the year, but I do think that there, it is a near impossibility for us to have much else other than 3.18 live or open PTU by the end of the year. And that's if the tests go well. The end of the year is quite busy for Star Citizen. They've got CitizenCon, they've got the Intergalactic Aerospace Expo, they get to show us some stuff off around Christmas. There's like letters from the chairman and things. There's the um, uh, financials um, all looked at. It's actually quite a, a busy time. Um, so there's a lot kind of here we've got to do along with getting this 3.18 patch out. Now, I know a lot of people were hoping... Uh, that they'd have 3.19 out as well by the end of the year, or even start testing on 4.0, like Cloud and Pyram wanted. That is not happening. I don't see a world where that happens. I'm starting to get more and more on board with Zin that we might not even have 3.18 live by the end of the year. But I, I'm still optimistic. Zin, she's she's so realistic. I hate it. <laughs> you need more hype, Zin. Get more hyped. No. I'll tell you what I am relatively hyped about. The hotfixes for 3.17.2 and the updates to... Um, or at least bug fixes to the Siege of Orison. Hopefully they'll be running that in middle of September as well. And then, Zin, we're going to be doing medical emergency rescue gameplay. That's what we're doing. Nee, nee, nee. We, we are gonna, if only there was a uh, helmet with a little um, siren on the head. Oh, <laughs> God, that's what I want. Cloud Imperium, please, listen to me. I did see some uh, threads and stuff. Actually, I, I just want to ask your opinion on this. Um, so, Jump Town at the moment, Morphologists, one of, one of the friends of the channel, was very, 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 very um, grumpy about um, the A2 bombers just being able to drop a bomb or s- just j- aggressively ram an area while dropping a bomb at Jump Town and just kill everyone there. Sort of no skill um, if you have access to that ship. He's annoyed there yeah. because like his orc keeps on taking it over and then they, they just get a bomb dropped on them. They can't stop it, pretty much. Where are you on things like that where it's like, this could just, boom, there's nothing you can do about this. The drop a bomb or almost nothing. It's not, there's not, obviously not nothing, um, but there's almost nothing you can do about it. It's very low skill, very easy to do. And it just sort mm. of wipes out 40 people w- with your just low effort gameplay. Do you think that's still valid? Do you think Cloud and Pym should step in and change something? Or do you go, it's an alpha, it doesn't happen that much. And um, if we keep on changing stuff like that for the live build, there will be changing stuff ever. All of the above. Okay, fair. So if it's, if it's possible to do in game... 
then technically people should be allowed to do it. Yeah. Uh, I do think it should be changed. Okay. It, it's not very fun. Yeah. I assume they tried to take out the I, uh, Hercules, I assume it was. Hercules A2, yeah. Yeah. I, I assume they tried to take it out, but just weren't able to do it in time. Yeah, so typically they'll get like a few shots on it, um, but they're obviously they're super tanky and all they've yeah. got to do, they don't care about getting out, they just, they ram the floor and drop a bomb. But that's, yeah, because that's the other thing as well, is somebody can just go, well, I can, I can reclaim this ship. Yeah. If I die, I die. Yeah. I'm going to end up fucking up 40 people. Yeah. So it, do it for the lols. And I think that's a lot, I think that's what people are um, defending on both sides. It's for the lols, but also yeah. for the lols does ruin 40 people's gameplay with low effort. Yeah. Um, so what's the point to sort of jump down? I desperately want anti-air defences. I want E-War to prevent that sort of thing. So you go, you no, know, you can't actually activate or drop your bomb. It take, takes a few seconds to arm properly. I mean, that's the other thing. Those bombs should take a lot longer to arm before hitting the ground. Um, things like that, maybe. Mm. So you can't just, just, just go pfft, low effort laser air defences and things like that. Lots of stuff in the future that can solve these problems. Uh, but in the short term, I think if someone is trying to use an A2, that they're going to get it through a lot of the time. And obviously you can ram them and stuff like that. Um, it's hard to know if they're hostile as well. But especially if you see an A2, you have to just assume it's hostile. I think death of a spaceman obviously would help a lot here because then people were much less willing to um, lose their lives. Yeah. If there's some, some sort of more permanent thing for that. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to see what happens. Um, CitizenCon info. We might get some CitizenCon info later this week. Are you ex- expecting or hoping to see anything particular at CitizenCon soon? More ships. More ships. So you're expecting to see some <laughs> more ship stuff. What about like stuff for 4.0 and Pyro and? Oh, I hope so. Um, I th- I think I've got a lot of expectations for for CitizenCon, um, for the stuff they're going to show. We'll get a video out later this week, or yeah, probably later this week, going over expectations for CitizenCon uh, once they've given us uh, any more details they can. Obviously, it's not a physical event this year, and it's um, they're not having like a, the gameplay keynote that they normally have, but it will be a lot of presentations and celebrations going on. Mm. What else? Is there anything else that's going on that I want to talk about? Toby Eye Tracker 5. There's a 20% off sale at the moment as part of that anniversary until the end of September 12th. So use my links below to get onto the Toby Eye Tracker 5 page. Buy it if you want it. Use your eyes. Boo! I've got eyes. It's eye tracking for Star Citizen, natively supported. Zin's got one, and I've got one, mm, and we—it's good fun. It's it's re- actually really useful. Um, but uh, I suppose it's not going to be suitable for everyone. Uh, they're quite expensive, but they are very cool. Um, and you can use it for more than just Star Citizen. It is available for use in lots of other games, so you should check it out for sure. Uh, I think that's really it for today. Um, I'm interested to know what people's solutions and problems that they foresee with persistence are. Uh, with Pez and with 3.8. When do you think 3.18 is going to go to Evocati? Do you expect to see 3.18 live or open PTU by the end of the year? Um, are you going to be trying to collect a load of uh, Picos and medical gowns and drop them in crevasses? Are you going to try and um, break things uh, with uh, just a load of objects with Pez? What are your thoughts? I'd sort of love to hear from you in the comments below. Say goodbye, Zin. Goodbye, Zin. Thanks very much for watching, guys. Very much appreciated. If you've got something you want me and Sin to cover, um, check in the comments below as well, and we'll uh, take a look. Thanks very much. Have a good one. See you in the verse. Bye. I'm Nord Catchem, and it's my mission to become a Nord Master. Oh no, it's Team Hacksaw. Hacksaw uses trackers and blocks your ability to go on websites like Netflix and watch the content that you want to on Netflix? Question mark. 
go NordyChew. NordyChew uses nordvpn.com slash boardgamer. It is super effective. He beats Team Hacksaws and he becomes a NordVPN master, a Nordimon master. Fortunately, with NordVPN, you don't need to catch them all. You just need to get a subscription from nordvpn.com slash boardgamer. Links below. Every month we have a ship giveaway, and for September, we're giving away three ships, one each to three different lucky winners, the Origin 100i, the 125A, and the 135C. Any of these solid starter ships will allow you just to jump in to Star Citizen and play right away. All you need to do is comment on any of my videos made during the month to be in for a chance of winning one of those. More details in the description below. Thank you so much for watching. If you would like to further support the channel, consider using the join button under my videos or becoming a Patreon. Either way, you'll get access to some exclusive content and have more of a voice in shaping the channel. A huge thank you to anyone that already does that. You are amazing. I love you. Zin also is contractually obliged to love you. There is a link for donations and all that jazz in the description below as well if that is your preferred medium. It is super appreciated, genuinely. Once again, thanks very much for watching and I'll see you in the verse.